Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. How are you feeling today, Jordan? Pretty good. Yeah? Pretty good. I just um, like to check in, you know? Uh, I don't, Something happened. Really? Yeah. Do we want to... Should we introduce our guest before we get into what oh, happened? I don't know. I, I want to say it now. No, introduce the guest and then I'll say it. Introduce the guest and then I'll say it. Oh. Jordan, are you going to be okay? No. Do you want to write it down to save it? Okay. I'm calm. I'm professional. I'm not bursting with excitement. Okay, introduce the guest and then we'll go. Jordan, when you took those deep breaths, you got a really big pants tent. Yeah, I, that's part of it. That's part of it. Uh, our guest on the program, a beloved past guest of this program, uh, a, a beloved stand-up comedian and podcaster. You know him as Grapefruit Simmons, Greg Fitzsimmons. You know, I'm taking heavy breaths, hoping that I get the uh, the pants tent going. I didn't know that's all it took. Yeah, yeah. we like to when when we have a male guest. Yeah, we like to try, and all three of us stay hard throughout the entire <laughs> recording. So if you could not fuck that up for us, that'd right, be great. Right. It's um. less pressure than I get at home, so. It's be all right. <laughs> so Jordan, um, what do you well, need to get off your chest, okay. buddy? Um, you know, and we're recording this on a Sunday night, but I mean, sure. it's the Sunday after Valentine's Day. And, oh boy, it was kind of a big one this year. Um, <laughs> gosh, uh, I, so I woke up on the morning. Yeah. Of Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. Of Valentine's Day. Right. And, you know, I'm, I'm waking up, getting out of bed, just shaking it off. Maybe make a cup of herbal tea. Making a cup of herbal tea. I'm listening to Shake It Off. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I look at my phone and um, someone had sent a text early in the morning. Were you concerned that it was a hater there to hate, hate, hate? It crossed my mind. Mm -hmm. And I I didn't know the number. I'm like, what's this text message? Me? A text message? You know, like a, a text? Me? That's what I'm thinking. That's me. So, Greg, just just to bring you into yeah. this, Jordan's looking at this text message, and Jordan, what, what were you thinking? Me? A text? So does that help clarify? Is he um, <laughs> is he a post-Luddite? Yeah, well, you know, I mean, he's he's got his phone, of course. Yeah. You know, so like a cellular phone. Yes. And then he, he's sort of, what would you say, looking at it? I'm looking at it. I don't right. recognize the number. And yeah. I'm right. thinking, me? A text? And I look at the text, and Him it a is, text? Yeah. A um a Valentine's Day text. Oh wow. From mm-hmm. my weed store. <laughs> uh, and it was just them just saying hey that they were thinking about me. Oh. And they were thinking that maybe Valentine's Day. I might like fifteen percent off all edibles. And I'm like what is going on? Are we doing this? I, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I, you know, is this a relationship? What or a is flame? this? I, exactly. Did you have any sense that this might be happening? No. Before? I mean, I never. I mean, I'm so bad at signals. I mean, yeah. Jesse, you know that about me. I do know that you have a hard time reading si- signals yeah. and signaling when I'm making a turn. Right. Um, well, do you use an, your hand? I don't know. There's an issue with your stealing steering column. Sure, that too. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, I think I'm just going to kind of let go and let God, you know, and not overanalyze it. But yeah, I mean, I think I think we're a thing. Wow. And I, so do you go to other pot shops? I mean, guess not anymore, huh? Yeah. I mean, that's kind of the first thing. You got to like lay the, lay the ground rules. Where mm-hmm. are we at? State of the union. I guess the thing I'm confused about, um, and I mean, this is very new to me, is I, am I in a relationship with the people who work there or the store itself? <laughs> right. <laughs> or the dog in a bandana that sleeps there sometimes. <laughs> I mean, it could be that you just have a relationship with the fixtures. Oh, yeah. You know, like a circular rack. Sure. A display case, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Yeah, I just hope, cap. I hope it doesn't get weird if you go there and there's other people in the store. Oh yeah, jeez. I mean, would you say that you're Polly? I mean, n- n- no. I mean, I don't judge that. I right. don't judge that. Right. I don't. I don't judge that. Well, you don't judge not... that, Greg. If I, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Explain so, it to Greg. Jo- Greg, just to bring you up to speed. Yeah. Jordan's not Polly, but he doesn't. I don't judge that. Yeah, he doesn't judge. Right, that. right. Okay, um, got it. You know, but I mean, I think part of the relationship that I am in with a store or the employees of the store or the dog is that it's. I mean, it has to be based on a foundation of trust. Right. So there might be other people in the store mm-hmm. right now. But I don't know that, and I'm not going to assume that is what is going on because I I am laying a foundation of trust. Jordan, I tip my cap to you. Thank you. But I just want to say for me, mm-hmm. and again, I'm just talking about me. I'm sure. Greg, for me. <laughs> yeah. I'm a jealous bitch. Yeah, that's true. You love the drama. <laughs> you love the drama. I'm 420 friendly, but I'm all drama. Baby. Sure. How was your guys' Valentine's Day? Did you get any surprise texts from stores you go to or? Mm, Let's see. I got a text from the San Diego Padres (laughs) via StubHub. Okay. Wondering if I'd like to attend a Padres game this year. Oh, that's kind of romantic. Oh, it's it's probably one of the most romantic sporting events you can go to. (laughs) Do you think there'll be other people there? (laughs) I mean. Getting all up in that stadium? Yeah, All up I'd, in its guts. I'd rather there not be. Yeah. Because I feel like I have a very special thing going with Eric Hosmer. And, uh, you know, I don't like it when there's other people ogling him. But there are eight other guys on that field. Not as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> <laughs> I just see my man. Yeah. My man, the Haas. Although you yeah. do kind of get off on it. When people ogle him, it's called hot teaming. <laughs> You're a member of r slash hot team, right? Yeah. Your frequent poster. I'm a total Hoscock. <laughs> sure, yeah. Uh, as guys who have been married a long time, do you guys do Valentine's Day stuff? Is that something? Or or do you try and just make it Valentine's Day every year? Or every day of the I'm, year? I'm a romantic. Mm-hmm. And I, I do the full flowers... Very romantic, long notes. It's not fair to my wife because I am a, I am a writer. Yeah. And I was an English major. <laughs> sure. sure. And I read the greats. Yeah. And Beowulf. Beowulf. Yeah. Right. Number one. Jack Ryan. <laughs> yeah. Right. Sure. Gilgamesh. Mm-hmm. And when I write a card- Spencer I, for hire. Spencer for hire. Yeah. <laughs> Batman. <laughs> <laughs> 
Sherlock Holmes? Are we listing detectives now? Ooh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, sure. Let's do it. Why not? Who cares? <laughs> and so I write on the entire card. You know, there's the the store writes. Is this a, this is a this is a, a greeting card from a, a store? Don't get me wrong. The verse from CVS is strong, <laughs> and yes. the and the font is always interesting. Mm-hmm. But then I go into my own freestyle, right? And it's the whole left side. I, I find a card that has the whole left side free and i write some heavy duty i love you because i do i love the shit out of my wife i got very lucky Mm -hmm. and uh and i write some nice stuff so i give it to her she likes it uh take her out to dinner get home from dinner and there is a rose and a card on my wife's pillow Mm. from my 18 year old son Mm. Oh wow! Mm. Are you getting was, was Sophocles one of the writers you just brought up recently? <laughs> <laughs> so you're you're all the time looking over your shoulder to see if there's a knife headed for that's your right. back. Yeah, that's right. That's a dangerous situation, Greg. I mean, he's young and he's hungry, but I've got I've got some miles. I've got mm-hmm. some moves, right. experience. Yeah, real right. wild wisdom. Yeah, and I know her. I know how to drive that car. Sure, yeah. 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 Right. Ain't nothing wrong with that steering column. <laughs> <laughs> Do I need to apologize to your wife now? I don't know what I meant. I genuinely don't know what I meant. I'm sorry to your lovely wife. Look. I will get her a card in a single rose. Greg, you know this about me. I'm all about the drama. Mm-hmm. Sure, you love it. And I look at you and I see a ferocious beast when the claws come out. Mm-hmm. The claws don't come out a lot because I'm, you know, I'm mature. Right. And mm-hmm. I've learned to sublimate. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, this is some. Is that the skill of maturity to sublimate one's feelings? Yeah, you don't grow. No. You don't grow. <laughs> no. Got it. No. Just tamp them down. Tamp in a way, down. you grow in, the, in sort of the way that, like, you know, the. The marina of San Francisco, which is built on landfill, grew as more and more garbage <laughs> was right. added to it. Right. Eventually, you're yeah. on a hillock of buried, buried feelings. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and um, I don't need to come out of that very often, but I will. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll fight my way out of that sewage if, and to, for, for takers, if there's other takers. Do you do heart-shaped box of chocolates? No. 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 Okay. <laughs> no, I don't because she doesn't like chocolate, but um, she really enjoys flowers. Mm-hmm. And I took her out to a nice restaurant, and we we um, decided, and you with three children might be able to um, appreciate this, we had a no talking about the kids rule for dinner. Wow. Because just, it's all you talk about just when the you pets. have kids. You just talk about the we pets. We talked about the pets incessantly, mm-hmm. and then and we about uh, 17 minutes into the dinner, we- uh, Started talking about the kids. Oh, no, I, thought you were, I thought you were going to say got naked and went to town. <laughs> While talking about the kids. Right, right, right. Yeah, it is, it is supremely difficult. You know, I also work with my wife. Mm. There's nothing left to talk about. She, my wife doesn't like baseball. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? What else is there in our worlds besides our children and the business, mm-hmm. I don't know. I have no horizons that I'm not exploring right now. There's Donald Trump, but who wants to do that? Sure. That's, with their very, that's very romantic, to be right. fair. Right. Sure. Well, America's most passions. romantic president. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people say it was Lyndon B. Johnson. 
but yeah. he's been usurped. <laughs> by... some, some say it was Luis Miguel. <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> some people say it was DeBarge. They were all president, all of DeBarge. Not just not From... just like L. DeBarge. It wasn't just that L. DeBarge was president, <laughs> no, the rest were on the... everyone. It was just it. DeBarge. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, from uh, 1992 to 1994. <laughs> wow. Uh-huh. So they sort of their career peaked mm-hmm. in the mid to late 80s. Yep. And then the, as things sort of went downhill, they really took it to a new level yeah, by becoming president. president of the United States for 2 years. You know, it's funny. Yeah. I don't know if you saw them uh performing music on Arsenio Hall, mm-hmm. but some people have called them the first black president. <laughs> sure, yeah. You know? Yep. Uh, DeBarge, the vocal group DeBarge. Not familiar with their work. Los Angeles based. Really? Yeah. Hometown heroes. Have I ever, t- one time when DJ Quick was on Bullseye, mm-hmm. it was just a quick, uh, yeah. no pun intended, a mm-hmm. quick DeBarge aside. Sure. I was like, I feel like El DeBarge is on a lot of songs. And he said, oh yeah, that's a homie, El DeBarge. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what's El DeBarge like? And uh, DJ Quick was like, that's the gangsterous motherfucker I have ever worked with. Really? This is a guy who was a house producer at uh, Death Row Records. Mm-hmm. <laughs> DJ Quick. The gangsterous dude he's ever worked with is El DeBarge from DeBarge. Wow. I guess I'm not familiar with maybe their deeper catalog. There, you know, honestly. But the music does not strike me as very gangster at all. No, it's quite quite romantic. Yeah. I, and it's pretty good, too. Like, uh, you could listen to a DeBarge album. It holds up pretty good. Sure. But, uh, yeah, that motherfucker's apparently super scary. Apparently. <laughs> yeah. And also, he's like, I mean, Quick's got to be 45, so DeBarge's got to be 50. That's a very scary mm-hmm. person. If you are still scary in middle age, yeah, that is true scariness. Right. I think. Because... Mo- even all teenagers are scary. All teens are a threat. I'm not nuts about babies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sure. It's like look at them, you know. Yeah. What are they? What are they thinking? And I know that you also have a you also have a secret contempt for bathwater. <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> Want to throw them both out <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> together with each other. Um, but like all teenagers are a terrifying threat. I think. Yes. And then many twenty-four-year-olds are a threat. They seem dangerous, but like as you as people age, they become less and less fearsome. And the people who retain fearsomeness into if you're still scary at 50, then you are truly scary. Yeah, I live in Venice and there's a there's a drug house that's catty corner from our house, which is a real holdover because, as you know, Venice has begun become very gentrified. Yeah. I mean, it seems like all the good drug houses are getting pushed out and now they're just poke places. Right. Place to get a poke. Well, they do sell poke also. Oh, that's not that's that's what we call one stop shop. Speaking of which, I try a nice healthy lunch, high in protein and And then high and high. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and so there's it's like a third generation drug dealing family, but not hardcore. I think they just sell pot. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of cars that pull up, cars that pull out. They walk in, they sure. walk out. And the toughest guy I've watched him age over the last twenty years, from a you know thirty year old, he was like apparently one of the big guns in one of the big Venice gangs. I won't I won't say which one on the air yeah, in we case don't need they're a, listening. We don't need a gang war on our hands. And he is now in his early 50s, balding, and he has a minivan, but he 
polishes the minivan all day with no shirt on and has a ripped body for a 50-year-old, and you still cross the street, even though it's a guy buffing a minivan. There yeah. still <laughs> has an aura of fear about him. And, uh, yeah, he's a scary 50-year-old guy. I'm afraid of James Woods. Oh, yeah. I would, don't think I would, yeah. I would have been afraid of a young James Woods, but, like, current James Woods. Well, that's the other thing, I think. You know, how they say that as you get older, your and especially as you become elderly, your personality is not dulled. It is sharpened. You become more of the thing that you were before. And I think that as you get into a – I mean, how old's James Woods? 60, 65? I bet. He's become he's become more and more those insane things about James Woods. Like they haven't they haven't softened. Sure, they've hardened mm-hmm. into they've curdled even. <laughs> sure, to kind of a a rancid spike, yeah. a rancid point. Exactly, and I think that is another concern. Is as these as someone gets older and older. Have they become more of a threat by virtue of their the distinctive elements of their personality becoming more distinct? Yes. I mean, I think in the mafia, they, they respect the elders because the elders really do. If, if the guy is a cutter or a shooter or whatever it is, he gets even better at that skill. Yeah. And it's it's the same in the NBA. Yeah. <laughs> Jordan only got better. If somebody's a cutter mm-hmm. or a shooter. Right. That's right. Ray mm-hmm. Allen. <laughs> It's a good example of yeah. that. Uh, Jesse, are you? Do you do Valentine's Day presents for Teresa? Do you do flowers, Histo- chocolates? Historically, I have dank nugs. This time, I know somebody. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I got a text from him recently. Oh, anyways. that sounds cute. Or you could just go to Greg's neighbor's house, I guess. <laughs> Um, Jordan, you know that I have my pot place, and I know that it's the right pot place because the first time I was there, Horatio Sands was there. <laughs> sure. Nice. Yeah. That's that's how you can tell. Is he working? Yeah, he works there. <laughs> Since great news got yeah. canceled. It's only, yeah, it is. It's, there's a pot shop only staffed by former Saturday Night Live yeah, cast right. members. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Um, I... I try to. I generally try to. Chris Kattan got fired, yeah. really. He's just too extra. Blazing on the job, baby. Oh, okay. <laughs> Don't get high on your own supply, Kattan. You know that. Come on, Mango. Um, this year, I I have a stash of Valentine's cards. Mm-hmm. Very beautiful Valentine's cards I, I bought one time. At the I, car wash? I parcel out one a year. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, but it's a, it's a... A uh, hands-free car wash. Wait. What? <laughs> hands-free <laughs> car wash? No, wait. The other way around. Huh? Brushless? Brushless, yeah, yeah. A brushless car wash. I mean, this is a premium car wash is yeah. my point. I guess my thought, and this is, I mean, maybe there's something wrong with me that this is where I went, but yeah. the thought of a hands-free car wash was a man with a towel on his erect dick <laughs> scrubbing your car. I think that was a late-night movie on... Um... On uh, the USA Network. Oh, yeah. Ronda Shear introduced that. Ronda Shear and Gilbert Gottfried. (laughs) 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 Erect car wash. (laughs) Wait, was it like a sequel to Car Wash? It was, yeah. With Franklin Ajay? Well, you know how how the... you know how the the new... There's a new Fast and Furious movie coming out, but it's like Fast and Furious Presents 
Hobbs and Shaw. This was Car Wash Presents yep. Erect Car Wash. Boners it. with a Z. So it's kind of a, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Boners with a Z. Yeah, my, my, uh, so you have a stash. We had a we had a long hard day. It was a weekday. We did mm-hmm. not have a babysitter, mm-hmm. so I wrote my wife a sincere and heartfelt card, but not a long letter. Mm. I can't really muster much explanation for my relationship with my wife beyond I love her and she has not yet come to her senses. Right. Like that's as far as it gets. Like I live in constant terror that. My wife will turn against me with no evidence. My wife is the kindest person in the world, and I presume she's in our relationship voluntarily. But uh, I'm terrified she's going to leave, and I don't have any words to express love besides love, basically. I think most great romantic writing comes from low self-esteem. Mm. It comes from feeling that you're out of your league and you can only try to express it. Yeah. Like, cocky guys don't write good poetry. Sure. Just describe the ways in which you're scum. Yeah. I remember the the only poem I've ever written. I don't know if you write poems for your wife, Greg. Do you? No. Uh, I was actually in this class with uh, Jordan in college with Dr. Casey Muhammad. Very cool dude. Probably our coolest college professor, I would say. Is that fair to say, Jordan? Yes. Uh, and we had to write a sonnet. And I'm like, I'm going to work hard at this, which was not my general move in college. Mm-hmm. And I wrote a, I wrote a sonnet about my wife. Oh, you were married in college? I, we were together when okay. I, we were in college, yeah. And uh, I, remem- I don't remember much about it. I did work hard on it. I would never show it to anyone else besides my wife at the time and uh, Dr. Casey Muhammad. Mm-hmm. And um, I think the theme of it, the the main thing I remember of it, the theme of it was that being in love with my wife makes me, distracts me from my paralyzing fear of death, I would say. That's beautiful. That's really beautiful. Isn't that a sweet sentiment? Yeah. That's about the sweetest I'm capable of generating, I think. That's really nice. A lot of- Makes you think about death Mm -hmm. and dying. Yeah. Uh, Many marriages, people fantasize about death. Sure, <laughs> I think in the my last great trip, baby. <laughs> I will often, I will often uh, give my wife jewelry mm-hmm. for these special occasions. I think she grew up in a culture of Catholic shame and self denial, mm-hmm. and maybe doesn't enjoy getting nice gifts as much as she could. Also, I think she knows that I probably like jewelry more than she does, and so it's sort of like a giving her a bowling yeah. ball that says Homer. Mm-hmm. Like I can't, I don't really wear drop earrings or whatever. So if I want to have them around the house because I think they're amazing, then I better give them to her. I think she recognizes that while it is a generous act, she would rather. I maybe maybe rather I not do it. <laughs> Has she requested a second sonnet? No, no, no. You thought about maybe a limerick? Yeah. Well, I I started one. There, there once was a wife from Nantucket. <laughs> sure, but I haven't gotten past there yeah. yet. <laughs> Here's the next step. Kirby I lost her cock. <laughs> yeah, and in the end, yeah. 
The rhyme is Kirby Puckett. Mm-hmm. Turned yeah. out to be a bad person. Uh, Greg, Kirby Puckett, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. That yeah. sucks. Yeah. Is Jim Abbott still good? Yeah, as far as I know, both uh, Jim Abbott and Dave Dravecki, mm-hmm. one, one-handed pitcher Jim Abbott and one-armed pitcher Dave Dravecki are both good people. Uh, Greg, you have a – you started a parenting podcast. We did. You and Allison Rosen. Allison Rosen and myself, who is uh, at a different stage of parenting mm-hmm. than I am. This is kind of, it's kind of the idea was I've got kids that are teenagers mm-hmm. and she's got one in the belly um, – Possibly in the real world by the time this airs, and uh, I've got, and she's got a two year old. So the premise is kind of like me teaching her how to parent, and she's not really buying it. It's not. It's not good advice. <laughs> do you feel like? Did you? Do you feel like your kids turned out good, or they are turning out good? Yeah, they're good kids. You got one that's going off to college, perhaps, with or without my wife. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, the other one is 15, and she's uh, she's a surfer. She's a very free-spirited 15-year-old. Mm. You know, she just likes to – she'll get up in, at 5 in the morning and go surf before school. Wow. In February. Yeah. Are you – you're not from Southern California. No. I'm a New Yorker, but they're California so kids. what do you – what is it like to raise a child so distinctly Southern Californian – as that, as a non-Southern Californian, it's it's interesting because you know I I have my Giants and Mets and they have their Dodgers and pick one of the football teams that's winning and they'll they'll take that one. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I was not aware there were football teams in Los Angeles. You couldn't tell. One of them went to the Super Bowl. You wouldn't know it. It's because they didn't have it in Variety. Yeah, they should have announced it in Variety. <laughs> there you go. And uh, so so it's um, they're not meant to be in the sun because they are. Completely Irish kids, and yes. so she's out there with you know all kinds of sunblock, and she still comes back sunburnt, and she's gonna have the she's gonna she's gonna have the skin of a, a baseball glove by the time she's nineteen years old. But I'm uh, imagining her wearing that zinc nose cream, the white zinc nose cream. If only that like a that like a member of the Ventures might yeah, wear right. to indicate that they're into surfing. <laughs> right. Yeah, and they talk. They talk like California kids, and they skateboard. And all their friends have long hair. And my son always had long hair. And it's it's very groovy. They they eat salad. Mm, wow, a couple you of know? salad kids, huh? Yeah, got yourself a couple of salad kids. Avocados. They sure. eat avocados. Yeah, sounds like these two are taking their salad days literally. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> I think uh, we have a name of the episode. What? Uh, so the, the so the one surfs. What are what's the older one's interest? He's a big also, uh, soccer jock. Okay. Yeah, he's the captain of his high school team and his club team, and he wants to play in college. A club team. That's club. serious. That's serious playing. Yeah, right? that's serious playing. Are you a jock? I was not. I was not good at sports. I don't know where he got it from. I always loved playing sports, but I never really excelled at them. So. Um, I was in in high school. I loved playing ice hockey, and so I played JV ice hockey through senior year. They let me play JV <laughs> hockey, which I think is illegal. Really crush those freshmen, huh? <laughs> Take that freshman, fourteen year old, thirteen. I'm just, just picturing checking you. them into the side. 
is like a is like a bearded eighteen yeah. year old enforcer like on a, the JV hockey. Yeah, like he can't skate, he can't shoot, but he's two heads taller than all these thirteen year olds. Right. I was legal to drink at that point in New York. <laughs> so you're drunk out there on the ice, checking people into the side, not feeling any pain, smoking yeah. a smoking a cigarette. Anyway, I, no, rela- I, I, I relate to that. I have no impression that my children are going to any of my mm. children uh, are sports oriented. Mm. Um, but I am I am right there with you. If I had I not gone off to arts high school, I would have continued to play JV baseball as long as they would have allowed me. Yeah. Like I was never notably good. Mm-hmm. I mean, not the most I was passable. You made JV. Yeah, yeah, but, but uh, or, or equivalent parks league, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, like I, I can't imagine what it would be like to play sports and be good at them. Yeah, that the both of those things happening at the same time is baffling to me. Yeah, and I go and wa- I watch them, and there, there's no greater joy than watching my kids play sports because I'm just I am in awe. You know, they are they... you're just like thanking God that it's not improv. You're not watching them do improv. <laughs> <laughs> they're not the UCB juniors. Yeah, oh yeah, that's a thing, right? Isn't there a yeah, I'm there's sure like there there's is. kids improv? Yeah, anyway. I'm sure there is. Yeah, your kids um, are pantsing those kids, yeah. but they're like you know they're healthy. I mean, I think that I think that they keep it keeps you out of trouble. Mm-hmm. I, I I hated jocks growing up. Glad my son is one. Really? Yeah, because he's not going to be doing drugs as much. Right. He'll do them. Maybe performance-enhancing drugs. Maybe sure. Maybe he'll, he'll be juicing. That's right. That's right. <laughs> now, do you think he's popping greenies? <laughs> he's got acne on his back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, could be. Mm-hmm. Um, um, are you... Are you experienced now that you're like giving parenting advice on the internet? Are you like hearing from other parents? Because from what I understand, like par- the parenting internet is very intense. I guess so. We don't really interact with it very much. We kind of do our own thing because yeah. she's got her podcast. Uh, Allison Rosen is your new best friend, and then I've got Fitz Dog Radio. So mm-hmm. we kind of just, I think, mostly pulled our listeners to that. I don't know that we're up until now drawing people from other parenting podcasts, mm-hmm. which would be probably the way to go. Is this a parenting podcast? Yeah, this is absolutely one hundred percent right good. here. Yeah, well, we're so this is this is all yeah. parenting stuff. So this is where I need to. Oh, be, and right? uh, Super Smash Brothers tips as well. Yeah, so okay, we have great. two great. kind of. So that's they'll be the back half of the show. Will be super. It's funny because that's my tips. other new podcast. Oh wow! Okay, yeah. well this is great. This is perfect. Yeah, Just, what a to be. Clear though, Greg. We always speak in kind of parables and riddles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's all it's all metaphorical. So what you've heard to this point has all been parenting stuff. Mm-hmm. You're just including the not... uh, that boner car wash thing that right. was uh, about um, compassion. It's right. sort of like when you join the Masons and they give you those ancient teachings. <laughs> mm-hmm. Our show is that for parenting. You have so to you can parse through it, figure out what it means that I'm afraid of scary fifty year olds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In with reparenting, <clears throat> right? You gotta, you gotta kind of gain the knowledge. You gotta know the ledge. Mm-hmm. I have not. I have to catch up on some back episodes. Mm-hmm. But, um, but no, it's a, it's a comedy podcast. We talk about her first episode was about her having. It's this thing you can experience when you're pregnant, where you have orgasms in your sleep, pregnancy oh, orgasms. Wow. What? Yes. Hmm. Look who wants to be pregnant all of a sudden. Oh, I hope my pot shop will get me pregnant. <laughs> oh, put a baby in me. Oh, pot shop, I took out my Norplant. <laughs> sure. 
Um, you don't have to wear a condom with me, pot shop. Oh, yeah. it's nice that the two of you have yeah. that kind of intimate we're, relationship. We're fluid bonded. Yeah. Anyway. It's really uh, beautiful. And not, not just because you're spit sisters. <laughs> What's that? What's so a spit sister? Isn't that where you spit in your hand and then you... Oh. oh. When I say you, I mean girls at summer camp. Mm, sure. Yeah. Anyway, that seems yeah. like something that probably happened in the sand lot. Sure. Exactly. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Great. Do you feel like you have parenting insights, Greg? I think I have, like, I go from the gut. I didn't read a ton of books about mm-hmm. parenting, but I feel like uh, most of my advice comes from don't do what my parents did to me. Mm-hmm. You know, like uh, my mine were abusive and alcoholic, so I don't drink. And uh, I, I think most of my life is dedicated to not being like my parents. Mm. I I don't I, – I would be nice if my kids uh, did not get into using addictive substances. And, you know, having grown up not drinking myself and I'm still a non-drinker, I think I, I – the one of the things that I'm going to take from my dad and his parenting strategies is I'm just going to take my uh, kids to a shit ton of AA meetings for homeless veterans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because um, it really scared the fuck shit out of me. <laughs> and I don't drink to this day. So there you go. I think the thing I'm going to take from my dad is that, you know, even though he seems a little bit corny, Elton John's got some great songs. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. It's really, I mean, it's just a great songwriter. Some classic you know? tunes. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Don't is, there anything my you, heart. is there anything you're going to take from your dad, Greg? I would say, um, you know, work so hard that that's your way of showing love to your child. Oh, that's beautiful. That when what they get older, you show them your beautiful. bank statement and you go, that's yeah. how much I love you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Have fun surfing. <laughs> they say you can't put dollars and cents on it, but <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what you're worth to me. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Hey, we've got some sponsors on this week's program. Yes. Of course, every week, Jordan Jesse Go brought to you by all the Maximum Fund members. Go to MaximumFund.org slash donate. Max Fund Drive, by the way, right around the corner. It's going to be a fun one. Oh, We've got lots of great plans. <laughs> we promise during the Max Fun Drive, no one will make that noise. That's what we promised to you for two weeks. No one will make that noise into a microphone. Ooh, bad news, Jordan. Uh-oh. I'm already planning to do an interview on Bullseye with a baleen whale. Oh, well. <laughs> I should shut my fucking mouth then, I guess. He's got to clear out his blowhole if he wants true. to surface. That's true. Okay, we're also brought to you this week by our friends at Squarespace. Squarespace is a service that will allow you to create what's called a web site. And I'm talking about online, Jordan. Mm-hmm. On hyphen line. <laughs> yeah, it's where you want to be. Uh, you can turn your cool idea into a new beautiful website. You can blog or publish content. You can sell products and services of all kinds and more. Uh, I use a Squarespace uh, site myself to showcase my writing. And it's been very helpful. So I, I recommend that people do it. I use Squarespace to uh, advertise my gopher 
business. Sounds like you don't, Jesse. That sounds like a lie. Yeah, one it. of us is a is a is a loyal Squarespace customer, and one of us is lying about Gopher sites. Jordan, I'm concerned about I'm concerned about Gophers. I don't want them messing up people's lawns, so I got to go. I started a Gopher service, mm-hmm. and I went ahead and used Squarespace and their easy drag and drop interfaces and the adaptable. Right. Mm-hmm. You drag yeah. the Gopher and you drop it. <laughs> yeah. I think. Into his little gopher hole? Look, I'm not – if you ask me, information superhighway, more like information stuperhighway. <laughs> now, you, on this site, you raise money for the gophers, right? It's gophered me. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan, we've talked about Squarespace's world-class designers. Yeah. <laughs> These aren't local designers. These are world-class designers. Uh, beautiful templates. You can. Uh, it's a new way to buy domains and choose from over 200 extensions, analytics that help you grow in real time, and 24-7 award-winning customer support. I've used this customer support myself. The people who gave them the award, mm-hmm. they were right to do so. And I've seen you grow in real time in the first segment of this program. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and if analytics helped you do that, buddy, yeah. do more analytics. Uh, hey, here's a deal for you. Head over to squarespace.com for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, use the offer code JJGO, J-J-G-O to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com, enter code JJGO. Jordan Jesse Go is also supported in part by Eero Home Wi-Fi Systems. Uh, This is a system that allows you to create a network that blankets your home in sweet, sweet, nasty connectivity. (laughs) Sounds warm and nasty. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) You know, the new Eero, which is the the second generation and the Eero Beacon, allow customers to build a Wi-Fi system that is reliable, simple to set up, and perfectly tailored to their home. And now with Eero Plus, you get total network protection, advanced security, content blocking, and ad blocking. Basically, that's everything that you could want in a Wi-Fi unit. Uh, never think about Wi-Fi again. To get $100 off the Eero base unit and two beacons package and one year of Eero Plus, visit Eero, E-E-R-O dot com slash JJGo and use code JJGo to get 100 bucks off. JJ Go, why that's the initials of the name of our program. It sure is, Jesse. That's a good way to let them know you heard about it on our show. Going to Eero.com slash JJ Go? That's the thing to do. And then blanketing your home in sweet, nasty connectivity? <laughs> oh, yeah, warm and nasty. If you've got a message to share with our audience, uh, you can go to MaximumFun.org slash Jumbotron. Uh, if it's something, uh, you know, person to person, yeah, person to person action, you want to wish somebody happy birthday. P2P, PVP. <laughs> <laughs> you want to send an antagonistic message. Got it. Uh, and uh, also, you can uh, email Teresa at maximumfund.org if you want to become a sponsor of Jordan Jesse Go. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morse, Boy Detective. Hi, I'm Greg Fitzsimmons. Grapefruit Simmons. Grapefruit Simmons. <laughs> you know what I do like to do? I like to, I like to order a Grapefruit Simmons, but I like to uh, substitute gin for vodka. Oh, <laughs> that's nice. You can personalize it. <laughs> sure. <laughs> 
It's good if it's you're in like a mixology bar. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to order that at a you know like at, at the airport. No, yeah, you want to make you want to get a good bartender, but yeah. yeah. When something momentous happens to you, we ask you to call us at two zero six nine eight four four fun for our segment momentous occasions. Hell, Jordan, this one's been running more than a decade, and we're still on board with the way that it soaks up minutes. <laughs> it sure does in our runtime. Yeah, you Seattle, can... Seattle area code. Yeah, the Seattle area. That's correct. We use a Web 1.0 service <laughs> that has existed unchanged <laughs> since 1997 to host our – They actually, that's not true. Like two years ago, they went out of business. We, we had been using this website for like 11 years that looked like it was fogdog.com for how old-timey World Wide Web it was. It might as well have been hosted on GeoCities that like forwarded you voicemails. And we uh, – Brian, to his credit, figured out some kind of – when they went out of business, figured out how to save our phone number. Wow. Yeah. Nice save, Brian. You should play JV hockey. <laughs> or you can email us a <laughs> – Now in your 30s. <laughs> we show those fucking froshmen who's boss. <laughs> you can also email us a voice memo at jjgo at maximumfun.org. Here is our first – Listener. Hey, Jordan, Jesse, guest. This is Joe from Paulsville, Washington. And a couple days ago, I got a call from Culver City saying that I would be a contestant on the Jeopardy Teachers Tournament, which is pretty fucking cool. And I thought I'd share it with some podcast imaginary friends. And, um, yeah, enjoy the show. Keep it up. How many Jordan, Jesse, Go listeners? Would you say we've got what seventy, eighty listeners? Mm-hmm. <laughs> How many Jordan Jesse Go listeners, either as an absolute number or as a proportion, have competed on Jeopardy? <laughs> I think a lot. I think you know we are not. We are by no means the biggest podcast. No, that's Fitzdog Radio. Yeah, but I mean, I do think we have the most listeners when it comes to number of listeners that have been contestants on Jeopardy. I yeah. do think this is the official podcast of people who aspire to be on Jeopardy. Yeah, sorry, stuff you should know. Yeah. In your ear, Chuck and Josh. Enjoy your Wheel of Fortune contestants. Yeah, sorry. Listen to your dumb show. John Roderick's show Omnibus that he does with legendary Jeopardy champion Ken Jennings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. Maybe they have more. Yeah, it's probably well, let's put it out. More. Let's put it out to your listeners. Call that 206 number if you have indeed been on Jeopardy and are a listener of the show. Call in yeah. and we'll rack up, the, we'll tally the numbers. Who's we? I walk out of here tonight. That's I'm true. Done. You're not, no. <laughs> you, guys are, you guys are stuck tabby, tabulating numbers. Actually, wrong. Greg, just give out your email address. We'll have them email you, and then you can come back once you've tabulated it. Greg, and, you know, weighted against the total number of listeners. With so Jordan, Jesse, go. Percentage. Once you're in, you're in. Yeah. <laughs> There's no getting out. I thought that that was an all-you-can-drink bracelet. The only on me, way. No? The only way you get out of this is through your grave. <laughs> <laughs> Or we've got you in our sights, Fitzsimmons. <laughs> or you can kill me and eat my heart. <laughs> <laughs> I may need that sonnet that keeps you from thinking about death now. Oh yeah. <laughs> um. Hey. Yeah. While you're there, mm-hmm. suck your Beck's dick. <laughs> Come on, do it. Yeah. Guy needs clean pipes. He got. How's he gonna host the show? <laughs> yeah. With balls full of cum. That's right. 
You can't see him from the waist you down can't. on the show. Oh, Un- undamn that river. <laughs> sure. You want him with a clear head yeah. and a little sleepy. You know what they say? Suck Trebek's dick. Clear head, empty balls, <laughs> get loose at Jeopardy. Jeopardy. <laughs> <laughs> that is what they say. Do you think what Friday you're... Night Lights was about? <laughs> Sucking out Trebek's dick. Do you think if you're going on Jeopardy, yeah, it's a better idea to clear the pipes right beforehand so your so your head is clear, mm-hmm. or to stop to go on a no fab no. like you were Ali prepping to fight Faye Frazier. <laughs> mm. So it makes you more powerful. Yeah, that's a great question. I say when you go on Jeopardy, and I've heard this said, you go with none of your human needs met. You go right. hungry, right. you uh-huh. go tired, uh-huh. and you go with a full, full sack. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's good. Or clitoris. <laughs> or clitoris. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. Hell, we'll throw clitorises in there, too. <laughs> sure. No matter how you pronounce it. Yeah. Whichever. As long as it's full. <laughs> whichever the name may be. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you? There was a there was a great viral photo going around, and you know me, I love viral photos. Just to, viral videos, not so much. Greg, just to bring you in on this, something about Jordan that you might not know. Right, mm-hmm. this guy loves viral photos, not videos. Interesting. Photos. Yeah, not videos, but but photos. Okay. Jordan, of course, my co-host over here. <laughs> and there, so it was a it was a photo of three Teen Jeopardy contestants. And it was clear that someone told them to dab. We're going to take a picture and you guys are going to dab. Do your kids dab? Yes. Greg? Ironically. Okay. Yeah. I think that's probably the, the, was probably the spirit of these Teen Jeopardy contestants. Yeah. But two of them were dabbing perfectly. They had clearly dabbed before. But one of them is just holding out her arms to the side and has this look on her face like she's so fucking happy to be there, has clearly, just clearly not know wh- how to dab, but is just so glad to be hanging out with friends. It's, <laughs> it's fucking amazing. It's well, great. She's finally found her tribe. Yeah. Anyway, has not learned to dab yet, but it's it's quite charming. It anyway. turns out this know-it-all doesn't quite know it all. Mm-hmm. Do your kids dab, Jesse? <laughs> Oh, God, all they do is dab. <laughs> yeah? No. Mm, my kids are more into crumping or clown dancing. <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> they haven't quite caught up yet. Yeah. Is that 2005, <laughs> 6? Yeah, they saw that David LaChapelle movie. Sure. And... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> are they ghost riding the whip? Oh, sure. Oh, you know you know, my kids are hyphy, Jordan. Sure. They love to ghost ride the whip. Mm-hmm. Mine pop. Sure. Oh. Yeah. Have, is do they lock at all? Or? They're starting to lock, but they mostly pop. Right? Yeah. You know, I mean, well, yeah. You can baby steps. Baby steps, of course. Yeah. My cat dabs. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. She doesn't. I lied. I'm sorry. <laughs> I wanted to be part of the conversation. It's okay. I want to be part of the group. It's okay. I just said something fucking stupid. God damn. It's kind of sad that Dabney Coleman didn't live in <laughs> the time of the dab. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's like that could have been his his I know. thing. I know. Mm-hmm. I know that could have been a reality show with him and uh, Dabney from um, was it? Uh, what was the sitcom? The Dabney in it? Hmm. There's Daphne from Scooby Doo. Oh, there's Daphne from Scooby Doo. I thought there was a Dabney from um, 
Hmm. Who are the most famous Dabneys? <laughs> is that, it sounds like it's not a name. I apologize to any Dabneys out there who are listening, but it sounds like like a name you make up when a cop catches you doing something. Okay, Jordan. Right. Here we go. Yeah. Two zero six nine eight four four fun or JJ Go at maximumfun dot org. Are you Dabney? Yeah. Do you think we have more people who've been on Jeopardy oh, sure. or more people in our audience who are named Dabney? And I'm going to say including middle name. Okay, that's great. Which do you think? I am going to guess we have more people who have been on Jeopardy than people who are named Dabney. What do you think, Fitzdog? I think if you include nickname as well. Now we've got a contest. What is Dabney a nickname for? (laughs) Dabney Burke? (laughs) Dabnasia? (laughs) Somebody who dabs with their legs. Oh. Oh. Instead of their elbow. I would love to see that. Instead of their elbow, they use their knee. I would love to see that. Yes, yes. I'd love to see the leg dab. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to say... In the next week, mm-hmm. and I don't want anyone listening to this Jordan Jesse go to fuck around with this. Mm-hmm. It's as easy as sending an email or making a telephone call because you're literally doing one of those two things. Mm-hmm. I think we get five Jeopardy contestants and one Dabney. Mm-hmm. That's my bet. I think four Jeopardies, two Dabneys. Okay. What do you think, Greg? We'll, when you're here next week, we can follow right. up. And then um, the week after that, we'll I think you're going to have 13 Jeopardy contestants and zero Dabneys. Wow. A bold, a bold prediction. You know what? I'm not, I'm not prepared to, I'm not prepared to controvert. I think Greg might have had the best guess of all of us. It might be a good guess. But this is an important, I mean, obviously, Heavy are the shoulders of the man who wears the Dabney. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, that's a sure. That's a phrase we've all heard. <laughs> this is an important responsibility for all the Jeopardy contestants listening to this, and all of the Dabneys. Yeah. JJ, go at maximumfun.org or two zero six nine eight four four fun, and do it now, because we can't let the timeline for this stretch off into the future. Do it now. Yeah. We may be overlooking it. Is there an overlap? Mm-hmm. Oh boy, yeah, that's that's our that's our unicorn there, a yeah. Dabney who's been on Jeopardy. God, that's the dream <laughs> to be named Dabney and to be on Jeopardy. Well, it's like meeting a nice Jewish boy and he's single. Oh boy, you know what I mean? tell me about it. All the good ones aren't named Dabney, <laughs> <laughs> and by ones we mean Jeopardy contestants. <laughs> right, that's what we mean by ones. <laughs> I want to emphasize here, by the way, yes, that both Celebrity Jeopardy and Teen Jeopardy are included in this. This <laughs> isn't <course>. just <laughs> right. If you were on Jeopardy, if you're listening, if you were a member of Sugar Ray and yeah. did well in Rock and Roll Jeopardy, <laughs> Mark Dabney McGrath, <laughs> yeah, and we're not uh, excluding any Dabneys from other languages. If no, it's, uh, yeah, sure. If, if it's, it's uh, D A B N I and it's a Sri Lankan name, that's right. Yeah. Absolutely, if it's, if it's Sanskrit and there's like little, you know, hy- little yeah. hyphenation. Is there yeah. an Enye in there somewhere? There could be Dabnye. <laughs> <laughs> yep, would be an example, <laughs> certainly, of how that would work. Mm-hmm. 
That is it's a great are, example. Are you accepting umlauts? No. <laughs> okay. No Teutonic peoples. <laughs> I will not allow them. Finally. I will we're... not allow them on this program. It comes out that no we're... No Teutonic peoples. We're reverse Nazis. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's how woke I am, baby. <laughs> okay, let's take our next call. Hey, Jordan, Jesse, and guest. Uh, thanks for the podcast. Uh, I'm a med student, and today, for the first time, I learned and performed a rectal exam. Uh, and uh, it was something. Um, but I thought I'd give a podcast shout-out to the professional volunteers that teach and let us do this, because uh, we're not very good. But anyways, I learned it, and it was, like I said, something. Anyway, thanks a bunch. Does the 206 number route through underwater on yeah. the way over here? Yes. Yeah. Because I don't understand a word that guy just said. He is a medical student. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, I will grant you, did I initially think he said he was a Mets student? <laughs> yeah. That's true. Yeah. I did briefly think he was studying all things Lucas Duda. Mm-hmm. Right. Professor Mr. Met. Uh. <laughs> that would be so funny if Mr. Matt had a little mortarboard on. That'd be very cute. That would be very cute. Our founder, Marvelous Marvin Thronberry. <laughs> Who's that? That's a, one of the first Mets, one of the original oh. New York Mets. Back when, yeah. The amazing Mets. Mm. Uh, so uh, I did think that initially, but he, this was a medical student mm. who had just performed his first rectal exam. Oh. And apparently when you do this, uh, you do it with, he said, uh, volunteers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would think that you would have some kind of butt machine mm-hmm. that you would look into. Right. I no, have one, I have one of those. It's just a volunteer holds the butt open. Yeah. And you just check out and see what's going on. Yeah. Well, I mean, the first thing you're going to notice, of course, feces. Mm-hmm. Sure. It's sort of a feces tube. The butt. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Describing the butt. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say that anybody who volunteers to have their butt exams, I don't want to see their butt. Mm, that's interesting because you're thinking – I can only really think of two reasons you would volunteer to have your butt examined. Mm. One oh, is – Oh, I thought – boy, I thought someone – this was actually someone with a butt problem and this person was just being assisted by volunteers – but no, the butt was a volunteer. <laughs> yeah, I think the butt volunteered. Huh. I thought maybe just like his helpers were unpaid there's butt no, enthusiasts. There's no butt draft. <laughs> Dr. Mix-a-Lot. There's no butt draft anymore. We have an all-volunteer butt force. Right. Sure. <laughs> so I think there are prob- I think you're right. There are probably two groups of people who would volunteer for a butt exam. One are people with terrifying butt problems. <laughs> And who who lack another venue to engage with it, which, to be frank, that's the fault of our healthcare system. Sure, sure. thank you. Uh, and then the other one would be people who are into it. And I don't mean when I say into it, I don't mean that, that are into butt stuff. Mm-hmm. I would never cast aspersions upon those who are into butt stuff. Go to town. What I'm saying specifically is, it is that plus medical students. Mm-hmm. Or that plus a a gallery of young people, mm-hmm. or that plus whatever the other elements of this scenario are. That plus higher education. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. getting college credit. Yeah, exactly. 
I love getting you know, college credit. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Loved getting college credit. <laughs> you know, somebody, a doctor told me recently, and it, it seems so obvious, but it, I'd never really thought about it before, is that you don't get to choose, within reason, you get to choose what type of doctor you'll be, but not all professions of doctor are available to you. It depends on your grades. And so I was thinking, like, really good grades, neurosurgeon, uh, cardiologist, not as good. Then you're, uh, you know, maybe a podiatrist. You're working with feet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe less than that, you're a pediatrician. Like, we don't let you work on the adults, but. Yeah, kill a couple of kids. Kill kids. And then the bottom, it has to, has to be, if you're, if you're staring at an asshole, you have to think, I should have studied harder in college. <laughs> yeah. Few less caggers. But, you know, maybe, or you're just passionate. Yeah. And I could detect in our caller's voice that he was passionate. Well, that's why he's drawing all the, matters. The caring profession. Of the anus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anal matters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I will say this. Greg, you don't know this about our program, but one of the things that we think about as we discuss each challenge we face in our lives is we remember the watchwords without a base, without a, tra- without a trace. And because we have so focused on that insightful rhyme, I find that when there is a missing butt item in the news, it tends to crop up on my Twitter feed more than I would like it to. (laughs) So when the news reveals that someone has lost an unusual item within themselves... Many people tend to, and there was something in the news this week. I don't remember what it was. I don't click through typically, uh, but that was lost. People tend to tag us on Twitter and remind and celebrate with us our slogan, without a base, without a trace. And um, I don't need any more of it. <laughs> I know unusual things are lost in butts. But I don't need to know about further things. Sounds like you're just a little uptight. Loosen up, baby. Sorry. It's all fun. We're all just hanging out. Yeah. Going around on this crazy blue marble. <laughs> shoving shit up our butts. Come on, baby. You got to flare that bass, though, Jordan. Well, well, come on. You're not holding out on one one object you haven't heard yet? If it's really good. Yeah. I want something really good. I don't just want things... I don't want the general category things lost in butts. I want... Beautiful and unusual yeah, thing, like a little Godzilla. Oh, that would be amazing. That would be pretty good. Well, first of all, because it would confirm my theory that there are little kaiju <laughs> uh, that we just don't notice because we're looking for big kaiju. Mm. Sure. Um, there's some that are as you know, as small as a. I'm trying to think of the right metaphor, like as small as like a, a, a butt plug. Sure. I was thinking it would be like an action figure or something. Well, no. In this case, a little smaller than most action figures. Mm-hmm. It's about the size of a butt plug. Yeah. Okay. Um, Although butt plugs can be great action figures. That's true. Yeah. Sure. Put a little hat on them. I mean, a lot of people don't have a lot of money. That's, right. Yeah. So if you like, listen, we can only buy one thing this year, kids. <laughs> yeah. So we have just... to buy something for you or for grandpa. Yeah. yeah. Both. Mm-hmm. Just, well, what happens is you 
you start reading reviews. I mean, we talked about you know reading reading those reviews in wire cutter for adult items. Mm-hmm. You decide to splurge on the stainless steel version, right? It's easy to clean. And then all of a sudden, there's no money left over for action figures. Sure. <laughs> you got to figure out how to make a, a butt plug do a karate chop. But, I mean, like, the problem with it is with those butt plugs, they just they lose so much of their value as soon as you take them out of the box. <laughs> yeah, that's so, true. I like to keep my butt plug collectibles in the box for display purposes. Yeah, Jordan doesn't have children, so he's mostly <laughs> buying his action figures as a collectible. Right. Butt plugs as well. <laughs> they'll all, uh, I think they'll all go up in value. Yeah, I think that seems safe. Maybe more so once I put them up my butt and then <laughs> oh, become wow. famous. Oh, okay. Because then I could say, uh, spin it in my butt. Jordan? Yeah. Let's say, I, I I don't think I'm speaking out of school when I say you're very popular. Sure. Hugely among, popular. Among the gentleman fancying portion of our audience. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of folks who like boys. Mm-hmm who are fans of yours in the Jordan Jesse Go listening audience. Do you think you could, if you so chose, and you've been uh, freelancing the past, what, year or so, mm-hmm. um, so this this could be a lucrative sideline. Do you think you could start one of those soiled jockstrap businesses on eBay? Oh, sure. Um, yeah. I mean, maybe. I mean, I think I just want to see if there's a market first. Mm-hmm. Wait, no, I don't. <laughs> no. Um, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. You know, we'll see how twenty nineteen goes. I mean, twenty four ninety nine. That seems reasonable. To how me. much is the butt plug, though? I would start. No, no, I'm just talking about jock straps here. Oh, jock straps. Well, for twenty four ninety nine, how soiled? Yeah. I mean, how... Is there? Is it a higher price if it is more soiled? How much of my day is going to have to be dedicated to soiling this thing? <laughs> I mean, you're going to have to, like, go for a jog or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, I mean, that's... If it's just desk work, then... Yeah. It's not as... Yeah, it's not as stanky as you need it. <laughs> you got to get a little stank yeah, in there. it's got to be a little bit stanky. It's like a James Brown song. You got to put a little stank on it. <laughs> sure. He was talking about selling his jock straps. <laughs> yeah. By the way, twenty four ninety nine, which is particularly impressive in 1965 dollars. Sure, absolutely. Yeah. I mean... Adjusting for inflation? Well. And I mean, the fact that he just started eBay before the internet even existed. Yeah. Particularly impressive. Yeah, if he wore one during a concert, I would, that's twenty four ninety nine. dollars He was the hardest working man in show yeah. business. Yeah. So that's that, a soiled it's a jock very strap. soiled jock. No, and of course, the Stank Brother number one. <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> we all know. <laughs> 206-984-4FUN is our phone number. JJGo at MaximumFun.org is our email address if you want to send us a voice memo. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. Unless you're able to discuss the semiotics of direwolves and Game of Thrones, Inside Pop is definitely not for you. Sean, that's a little extreme and also not quite true. Okay, Amita, how about Inside Pop is the podcast for people who love and appreciate the best pop culture has to offer. 
much better. In every episode, we interview the people who create the culture you crave. Past interviews include Luke Cage showrunner Cheo Hadari Coker, the music supervisor of The Florida Project, and Mudbound director Dee Rees. You'll also get the very best pop culture recommendations in our Big Sell segment. Plus, the opinions of two TV producers who are pop culture obsessives and actually do care a lot about direwolves. Which, of course, symbolize our inability to truly connect with the natural world without ultimately destroying it and in the process destroying ourselves. Listen to Inside Pop every other Wednesday on the Maximum Fun Podcast Network. There's nothing quite like sailing in the calm international waters on my ship, the SS Biopic. Avast! It's actually pronounced biopic. No, you dingus! It's biopic! Who the hell says that? It's biopic. Because it's the, the words word bi- for biography biology. and picture. If you... All right, that is enough. Ahoy, I'm Dave Holmes. I'm the host of the newly rebooted podcast, formerly known as International Waters. Designed to resolve petty but persistent arguments like this. How? By pitting two teams of opinionated comedians against each other with trivia and improv games, of course. Winner takes home the right to be right. What podcast be this? It's called Troubled Waters, where we disagree to disagree! It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. They call me Greg Fitzsimmons. Sometimes they call me Grapefruit Simmons. Sometimes they do. Those are beautiful days, huh? Those were the days, baby. Greg, I don't we think... We can never go back. I don't think a month has gone by since the first time you told us that Grapefruit Simmons story eight years ago <laughs> that I haven't thought about the phrase Grapefruit Simmons. <laughs> I am about to uh, make you a very happy man. Yes. A fan of mine heard mm-hmm. the story, designed a T-shirt, and I will be mailing you one. It is a Grapefruit Simmons T-shirt with a grapefruit and my face on it. Oh, that's beautiful. And I have XXL. Oh, mm. that's gorgeous. Mm. Are you XL or XXL? I'm XL. I'm not as I'm not quite as obese as you think I no, am. No, I meant tall. You're a very tall person. I'm very tall, yeah. I I I have I have recently I'm I've been dancing on the line between large and extra large. Mm. And I think I in my daddom have become a permanent extra large. Yeah. I used to just be a large, but I'd, you know, keep my eye out for the for the longer brands. But uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I yeah. think I'm. Well, you're a little extra, and you love the drama. Yeah, so. sure. <laughs> it fits. Uh, it fits. Greg Fitzsimmons, where can we find your new podcast with our friend Allison Rosen? Well, it's childish, and it's at uh, childishpod.com is our website. It's on iTunes and all available. Sp- we got to get it on that. Uh, what do they call that thing? Spotify. We got to get it on that Spotify. Get it everywhere. Get it everywhere. But. Um, yeah, we've got. I think we've done about twelve or thirteen episodes now. We've got a bunch banked because she's 
going to be with her little baby for the next few weeks, and uh, and they, they're out there. Hey, can I tell people to look at something? I would love for you to do that. Uh, hey, uh, I've mentioned this on the show before, uh, but uh, a big part of last year for me was writing episodes of this cartoon called Unikitty. It is a spinoff of the Lego movie. Very funny um, show. Very funny show. Uh, there one aired recently that I am particularly proud of. Uh, it is called The Delivery Effect. It is about the characters being caught into in a time portal because time moves the slowest between when you order your food and when it gets to your house. Um, yeah, I think it's up on the Cartoon Network website or their app or on demand. It's called The Delivery Effect. I think, listen, this show is the greatest creative thing I've been involved with. Oh, there's no doubt about that. This is the yeah. finest of fine art. But this is the second. I think it turned out really good. The first episode I ever went from from the from the pitch to the screen, Shepard in it the whole way. I think it's really funny. I'd love to see some gifs and memes. I know our audience is great with gifs and memes. Yeah, don't put anything gross on it. It's a family show. Yeah, but look at it. It's a good. It's very funny, and you can make some gifs and memes. I would really appreciate that. And I want to thank everybody who's made Prank Bear memes. Yeah, that's a nice wholesome meme. I Prank Bear. I was just thinking about Prank Bear. I don't remember where Prank Bear came from. Mm -hmm. I don't fully remember the context or meaning of Prank Bear. But the but the phrase Prank Bear has mm -hmm. been bouncing around in my heart the last week or two. And I think it's my favorite thing we've ever thought of on Jordan Jesse Go. <laughs> and your memes in which Prank Bear is uh, either shade tipping or flipping off the camera or getting up to trouble and then saying... Uh, see you next. What is it? See you in the spring, assholes. His classic catchphrase. <laughs> Great meme. Great meme. <laughs> see you in the spring, assholes. See you in the spring. Prank bear says when he pranks you. He's a, some kind of. I remember he's maybe a a YouTube personality, a bear who's a YouTube personality who does social experiments. Listen, let's not try and figure it out. Yeah, it's out. It's prank bear. Keep making memes. Yeah. Anyway, do you think prankbear.com dot com is taken? I don't know. Is this how we're going to get rich? <laughs> yeah. I mean, what what goes there is the question we should probably answer. But call Squarespace. They'll call, tell you. Yeah. Twenty four seven. Sure. Do you think they give creative advice on that line? Oh, I don't know. Which, yeah. Let's. Hey, we have a, we have a phrase we like. Hi, my my name is Jesse Thorne. I'm calling from the podcast Jordan Jesse mm. Go. There's these two words that sound funny to me when I say them together, but I'm not really a comedian or comedy <laughs> sure. writer. I'm barely a broadcaster. <laughs> I'm basically a guy who was lucky to make friends with Jordan in college. So what I'm wondering is, could you fill in around the edges a little bit what Prank Bear is? Maybe send me some dank memes. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe a few hot vids. Sure. Uh, or whatever it is that we put on online these days. Because mm -hmm. um, at the end of the day, you know, I mean, certainly Greg knows what I always say about the information superhighway. More like information superhighway. Superhighway. You say that. You do yeah. say that a lot. Yeah. 206-984-4-FUN um, is our phone number. JJGo at MaximumFun.org is our email address. Our producer is Brian Sonny D. Fernandez. Doing a great job. Uh, you can find us on uh, Facebook. Just uh, search for Jordan Jesse. Go hit like. Mm -hmm. You can also find the Maximum Fun group on Facebook. There's a nice, nice chatting place. Nice vibes there. A lot of good attitudes. Oh yeah. 
You can find us on Reddit at MaximumFun.Reddit.com. Also a nice place with good attitudes. Very good attitudes. We will talk to you. Oh, hashtag your tweets, JJ Go. We'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jesse Go. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.